following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? I'm the Nickel City Nightmare, and this is Common Debauchery. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I, as always, am the Nickel City Nightmare, Derek Jaws, and I'm here with a good friend of mine, Rotten Jack the Barber. Rotten Jack, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Oh, you know, hanging out, doing cool stuff. We are having a fun Sunday here. We are doing a little day drinking. Yeah, happy happy Day Beater's Day. Happy Day Beater's Day. Let's go. And uh, yeah, man, we are doing some day drinking. We're going to talk some fun, weird work stories. Uh, I'm going to let my man Rotten Jack introduce himself a little bit, kind of tell us some of the things he, he's done, seen, and gone through, and then we're going to break into some funny conversation. So tell me the tale of Rotten Jack. Uh, I mean, there's not much to tell. I mean, uh, I was a, I worked on an ambulance for about 10 years with, uh, you know, a little bit of a break in there for a couple of years when I went and was a medic for the army. Uh, and now I'm a barber. Like that, there's not much to it. And it's pretty and, simple. And, and listen, though, that sounds pretty simple. That sounds pretty basic. But if you break that down, uh, you have ambulance stories, then you have army ambulance stories. Yeah. And then you have I'm a barber stories. Like I, I you, also have uh I used to work at a local haunted house and scare the living hell out of people. Oh god, uh, even so more good. I have a lot of good stories about making people uh you know poop, poop themselves. Yeah, I got a couple of those. Love that. Let's start there. So <laughs> I my only experience in a haunted house was probably probably about seven or eight years ago now at at least. And my buddy Austin called me and was like, hey, let's go to a haunted house. My girlfriend and some of her friends wanted to go. It ended up being me, him, his girlfriend, her her friend Andrea, and two other guys that they were friends with. little awkward. But we ended up going to, I believe it was the Haunted Catacombs when they used to build it in the old Circuit City. Where I worked. Awesome. So this is where we're going to tie in. And <laughs> the first one we went through, they're like, you guys go first. So me and Austin went first and I was the first one through the door and it wasn't very fun because I'm not very jumpy. Like I'm aware of the fact that you can't touch me. I'm aware of the fact that it's meant to scare me. And like when I can see like the tape on the floor that makes the thing pop out the wall, like that doesn't really do much for me. So I I called it, I called it quits on being the, the leader through the group when a clown with a chainsaw turned a corner and went to yell and went, Oh shit. You're big. Uh, go that way. And I was like, and I looked and the, like now they're not scared. So I'm just like, this is boring and we wasted our money. So that was my take on a haunted house. I did work at one once when I was in high school, uh, I got to dress as Jason, which was a lot of fun because I was the biggest kid in like the group that went, uh, and that was a good time. But like, we were like the last room in the in that haunted house. So like yeah. by that time, people were like so just freaked out. Like they were just ran through and like didn't want to even look at us. So, tell me your best. I scared the shit out of someone story. Uh I don't know, man. There's so many. Like, because I used to uh, when I first started working there, I just worked like the normal normal rooms inside the haunted house right so i got a whole bunch of those and then as i kept coming back year after year i kind of became friends with like the owner and the guys that were in charge of like building it and i kind of got into that crowd so i would go like all summer long help them tear stuff down build stuff up and by that point i basically during the season when it was open i had no rules Ooh. um i was pretty much i had free reign to go anywhere do whatever <laughs> uh it was a really good time so um the last couple of years i was there um i would dress as freddy krueger and i'd be the freddy krueger that you would see like running around the lobby right um but i would still like pop in and out of like all the haunted houses all dressed up and stuff like that like i learned how to walk on stilts years that, ago that's awesome yeah um so there's a couple good ones with that one. I would, uh, I had stilts. So like I'm six foot three normally. Yeah. Uh, on the stilts, I was about eight foot four. I think I had like two, two and a half foot stilts, cool. something like that. Um, and I 
got into it really big time. Like I would practice at home. Okay, walking so on these stilts. How did you get into walking on stilts? So one of the uh, one of the older owners that um, is no longer there, he um, he walked on stilts. Okay, um, and they're they're basically just like drywall stilts, not like the like the long like stick. Yeah, so, so you're not of. like like circus stilts. No, they were they were drywall stilts. So they right. like I strapped my foot in, and then a pole came up and it strapped to like the outside of my my calf. So I pretty I was pretty stable on them. Right, like my my feet didn't move or anything like that. Um, you know, I saw him putting them on the one day as I was like coming in. I was like, oh man, like I didn't even know that was a thing. Like that we even had that here. Like that's awesome, man. Like I'm like I would love to learn how to work, like how to how to walk <laughs> on stilts. He's like. Yeah, you really want to? I was like, yeah, dude, I think that'd be awesome. He goes, all right, let me know what room you're working in later on uh, when you get your room assignment, and uh, I'll come find you at some point, and we'll uh, we'll try to work something out. And a couple hours into the night, he comes to my room and grabs me. He goes, hey, you still want to learn how to walk on stilts? And I was like, yep, hell yeah, <laughs> yep. And uh, that first night, it was it was rough. It was it was bad. Um, Especially because the stilts that he had, he had wrapped them in like chicken wire and okay. put like corn stalks on the outside to kind of like you know obviously like hide the stilt right. and stuff like that. So like the chicken wire would get caught Ooh. on each other uh, and kind of cause you to stumble. So that was a bit of a pain, but I picked it up rather quickly and uh, I ended up after after that season. I think I ended up going and buying my own pair and like i practiced in my backyard like all summer long walking on them that's awesome taught myself how to like walk up and down stairs on that's gotta stilts. be that's gotta be tough so this is where it would fuck people up because the room that i worked in there was that i was on the stilts it was like um like an open like kind of like backyard area and then you went through a door like into like a into a house basically yeah and there was a hidden door to get out that you had to go through a bookcase well it always took people forever to like figure out like they had to like push the bookcase right because it looked like a regular bookcase obviously yeah and once they did it was like a left hand turn and it went up about six or seven stairs and then you kind of looped around and then went down some more stairs and onto the next area sure well, you know, I'd be scaring the hell out of people, like chasing them around the whole backyard area, because I would just, <laughs> I would just stand still. Like it was dark, it was foggy. Oops, God, excuse me. Dark, foggy. My man's um, getting so excited; he's getting like fired up burps going on. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Welcome to the podcast, bud. <laughs> um, so I'd chase him around there, and like I would come out of nowhere because you know it's dark and foggy. I'm like eight and a half feet tall, right? And then all of a sudden, like as soon as they'd be like two feet from me i would just kind of like squat down and drop and just get right in their face and i don't care like you yeah absolutely like Like, that's freak you would shit your pants and i have to admit like going from the one time i worked at one in high school to you know being just around near the end of my college career the next time like and then you see the ads for them on on social media now like they've just gotten better and better and better so like I don't think anything like that existed when I worked in one. Like the, it was all like rubber masks and everything. Now it's like there's solid makeup. There's yeah. people who like really get into it like that. So I I believe that that is the case. So yeah. Uh. So like eventually they'd figure out they had to go through the bookcase and up the stairs. So you know I would follow them through the bookcase and then I would just stand at the bottom of the stairs, and nine times out of ten they would get to the top of the stairs and get real cocky real quick like. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, like, we're at the top of the stairs, like, you can't get us, you can't get us, but da 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 And then I would just go stomp my ass up the stairs, and they'd be like, oh, shit, <laughs> this motherfucking climbed stairs, run! That's then, awesome. Like, every, it never failed, every time. Like, I would just start going up the stairs, I'm like, oh, shit, like, go! That's great. Uh, you know, every once in a while, I would work, like, the chainsaw room, you know, that was, that's always a good time. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I have I have a fun one for you here, uh, and it's the one that stands out the most. Like aside from the clown that was like, "Oh shit!" when he turned the corner on me, we were walking through. It looked like an old meat packing plant. Yeah. Like you'd walk through the one where like there was just hanging corpses and meat slabs, and the guy you know in the apron, like the leather face type dude, came through yeah. with the chainsaw. And then you're like, 
you're walking through like around the tables that have severed body parts and stuff all over them. And we were walking and we made we made the girls go first and halfway through they made the other two dudes we were with go first and those two dudes were jumpy as shit, which was funny as all hell. And um we had, like, we're walking through and at one point like I see a girl in like all the makeup, like zombie setup and stuff, like kind of like peek around the corner as the four of them walk through. And then she looks and she's like, oh, fuck. And we're like, we go, no, go, go, go. And she, she goes, what's the last girl's name? I used to do this shit all the time. And we go, oh, we go, her name is Megan. And she's like, okay, great. So like she like does this hyper unrealistic, like sneak up, like deep, 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 deep. And like, like goes right behind her and like, holds her hand real quick and like you can see the girl freaking out like hold her hand like hold tight like thinking it's her boyfriend right and then realizing that hand's too small to be austin and she like you just see her like and turns and looks and all of a sudden she's like ah, ha, 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 hi megan and sprints like jumps over a table you used to do this shit all the time so like it was a big thing for a lot of us like if we saw big guys like you come in with a group of like like girls or whatever we knew nine times out of ten we probably weren't going to get like the big scare out of you like we were going to get the scare out of the girls absolutely so like we would hope that like you would kind of like drift back a little bit and like i love i would i would i I absolutely all the time would break character and be like yo dude like i know you're probably not having that great of a time but like give me some information here and I will make you have a really good time just yeah. watching these girls get the shit scared out of them. I want to work a haunted so, house. So like you know. I definitely <laughs> I definitely this is probably really bad, but like I definitely had this where like I would like get the girl's boyfriend to like like let go of her real quick and like I would take his place like holding <laughs> on to her like you know it's like holding on to her shoulders like as they're going through or like holding their hand. And then, like, eventually, like, I don't know, there was there was times that I would be doing that for, like, two or three rooms. Because, like I said, I could kind of do whatever. Right. So I would follow him through for, like, two or three rooms holding on to this girl. And this girl's so hypervigilant of what's ahead of her. She has no she idea. She has no idea. And, like, obviously, like, I would get their name and stuff like that. And uh, eventually they would turn around and, like, their boyfriend would be, like, 15 feet behind us. And then there's just, like, me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work a haunted house with you now. It was so much fun, man. Oh, like, God. oh my God. Like the amount of people that there was one night, I think it was like the last night that we were open one year. There was a group of us that they kind of let us do whatever we wanted. Right. Because it was the last, it was night. last day. It was the last don't, day. Don't break the law. Right. Um, there was probably a group of about 10 of us. We stacked ourselves in like the first five rooms of the haunted house. Right. And we got to the point that we were just having such a good time. Like we were chasing people through the entire haunted house. And we weren't even staying in like our room. Right. Like normally they're like, you can float like, you know, one a room, room back, two. one room forward. Yeah. No, we were chasing them like the entire the way through. Uh, but eventually they had to break us up and split us throughout like the rest of the haunted house because uh within about two hours of us being open probably about 50 percent of the people that went through quit and chickened out <laughs> by like the fourth room that's awesome yeah um definitely had this is probably my favorite one uh i was working the chainsaw room and this this like big kind of like thugged out black guy you know, super tough looking. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, not not like like a, a dude that like you'd look at and be like, I probably wouldn't fuck with him. Right. I come at him with the chainsaw. He drops to the ground, starts scurrying into the corner. <laughs> and all I hear him doing over the chainsaw, and I can barely make it out. Right. Because those things, like, th- those, those chainsaws are loud. And like, because, th- like, what? They're, they're real chainsaws without chains, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. So, like, you're, you're revving a true, like, gas motor. And, like, yeah. Um, I hear him slightly over the chainsaw. That's how loud he was screaming. And then I just start laughing because I think I understood what he just said. And uh, I so I turn the chainsaw off. I'm like, what did you just say? <laughs> he goes, 
man, stop it. I shit my pants. He goes, I'll give you all my candy. Just let me go. I'm, at that point, I just, all character, like, all, like, seriousness left my body. And I curled up on the floor next to this guy and just started cackling. That's awesome. <laughs> I just shit my pants. I just shit my pants. That's fantastic, I, and I'm fired up about that. Uh, I did not think that your stories about the haunted house would lead us off in such a great world. Because a, I didn't know that about you. Like, oh, we, really? We've so 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 me and Rotten Jack here are. Uh, I'm one of his clients in the barber shop, and so as he's shaving my head and trimming my beard to look as glorious and fantastic as it can, we we talk. We you know we talk we talk wrestling. We talk Letter Kenny. We talk all kinds of stuff that we you know that we have in common and you know things that we like. I never knew you worked at a haunted house like I do. And my man's got like tattoos of Jack the Ripper and all this stuff like, but I never knew you worked at a haunted house to this capacity. So I did not see this episode starting off that way. And I am fired up about it. (laughs) So moving on, um, you now work in a very heavy customer service based industry. Um, My, my realm in that is being partial owner and worker at a gym a meal prep service company, and then prior to that at a baseball training facility. Uh, not necessarily the same capacity as you. Like I've, you know, you end up being in a room one-on-one with somebody and I'm sure hearing some of the most ridiculous things on the planet. If you can, what is the, what is the weirdest thing someone's told you while they're sitting in the chair? If you can, I understand that like there's, you know, you don't want to, may not want to like if you know the person well or they might listen to this i mean i would highly doubt that probably any of my clients would listen or find this podcast in general that's fair um eighteen thousand people listen to it oh really Holy yeah shit man I yeah didn't we realize. got we got some good numbers man all right um i don't know man like i like to joke with the guys and like you know let them know like man like this is your this is your time like i'm your 20 dollar therapist it's, for half an hour it's therapeutic like, it really is like like whatever you whatever you got on your chest like we'll talk about it. like you want to bitch about your wife you want to bitch about your kids you want to bitch about your job like whatever man Ali, i swear i don't bitch about you when i go see when i go see my man rotten jack she just flipped me off <laughs> It's true, though. He really doesn't. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I haven't really had any, like, big bombshell. Like, like someone, like, come in and tell me, like, they're cheating on their wife. or Right. You know, like, I joke with guys all the time. I'm like, listen, man, you can tell me whatever you want. Like, there's, like, barber client confidentiality like you can tell me you're cheating on your wife you can tell me you're doing this you can tell me you're doing that like you can tell me you just killed 10 people like if you if like unless you tell me like you just like killed a guy but well no like i you could tell me you just killed a guy and i'd be like all right cool whatever wait wait, wait did i know the guy did you it was he a client did you just cost me money yeah um but like unless they like come in and like tell me like they like did something like really bad like like a sexual assault or right. like something with a kid, like, like that shit. Like, I'm not going to stand. Like, first of all, I will probably like fuck your hair straight up. And that, I, I appreciate just get, just get right out and like be right on the phone with the cops. Well, like anything else, like I could care less, but I really haven't had like a big bombshell. Like, I, I do appreciate the fact. Cause you know, they, they do do straight razor shaves and stuff like that. I appreciate the answer is like, Oh, if you tell me you like sexually assaulted someone, I'll just slit your throat while I'm shaving your beard, like because that would be whoops, <laughs> my bad. It's, um, you know, it might be a little bit of a pain because we haven't had the trap door installed behind the chair yet. But you know, yeah. Listen, I told you, Mike, I would call you about that. All right. Um, but no, like I mean, the world of barbering, like it's, it's great. Like I, I have an absolutely great time. You know, shoot like I get paid to shoot the shit with guys, right? For eight hours a day, like I couldn't ask for get anything. Little, get a little bro time in there, you know? Yeah, you know, like you know, when you come in every two weeks, like I know, like that hour of my day, like it's gonna be a good time. Like I don't even gotta think about what I'm doing. Like, yeah, I I enjoy it. Like I I look forward to it. It's it's a nice little break, you know, break for me. Like 
like I said, it, it's re- like the whole thing is itself is re- is relaxing, it's therapeutic and stuff. And like we we end up like we've ended up becoming good friends over like yeah. over the course because we realize we have a lot in common. We both like like you know my man came over, we watched the Royal Rumble together at, uh, at my place. We you know we talk wrestling, old old, old school wrestling. We talk. Um, you know, Letter Kenny. We talk, like speaking of like, I really am looking forward to whenever they reschedule that Letter Kenny live. Because, no kidding. Oh like, man, I got and that's like, like that. And that's where the friendship started. Like, like we, I got fourth row tickets. Like I spent like five hundred bucks on two did. tickets. <laughs> like not having anyone to go with, but I'm just like I'm getting two tickets, and then like we got into talking about Letter Kenny, and I was like, Yo, man, like I, I got, got I got these ticks. You I got go? <laughs> two like fourth row tickets that come with like meet and greet and all this other stuff. I'm like. You want to go? You're like, uh, are you yep. serious? Like, I'm like, yep. yeah, dude. Like, I have two tickets. Like, I don't have anyone else to go with that likes Letter Kenny like as much as you, Bonnie McMurray. Oh, Bonnie <laughs> McMurray. Uh, uh, so now, now let's we're gonna break into the 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 stuff you did because when I started going to you, um, you were still at least part-time with the ambulance. I was actually full-time on the ambulance, oh, so, part-time okay. at the barber okay. shop, yeah. So, my man, I walk in the one day, and I had a standing appointment with the owner of the shop, and uh, it just happened to be a day that when he ended up getting somebody in that could pick up some hours, it, it just happened to be that day was a day he was like, listen, like I'm, I'm not working that day. The first time, I believe, he had a, 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 a small emergency he had to attend to, and you filled in for him, and you were like, hey, listen, like I know you're supposed to work with the other guy, like... If you want to reschedule, I totally understand. But and I was like, I mean, my man trusts you. I trust you. Fuck it. Let's do it. And I, I'm pretty sure ever since then, you've just been there on, on Tuesdays. And yeah. that's, that's what we do. So I had a teacher back in the day. And I've told you some of the, some of this that had like he, he worked part time on an ambulance um, for a volunteer ambulance company. And he had some of the craziest stories. And one of the ones that I remember, like there were there were weird things we found up people's asses. Um, uh, yeah, yep, yep. There was a, a, one of my favorites, and I told you this one the other day in the shop when we were talking about it. Um, there was a woman who was so large, she went to take a bath, and as she sat in the tub, like, she pushed the water out, and as the water exited and then tried to, like, get replaced with air, it created a vacuum, and she ended up being stuck in the tub, and they had to cut her out. Like, yep. and like, and you think about the science behind that, and, like, even if it's a small tub, like I'm big, I'm, I'm a big dude. I'm, I'm six, four, I'm, you know, up, up in the mid three hundreds right now. Like, and I don't come close to doing that to a bathtub, even a small one. Like, what did this human being look like? Right. Holy shit. And like, imagine getting called to that. Like he, he said they were told it was a slip and fall. And he goes, there was no slip or fall. It was a sit and stuck. And like and, and and Mars Mars was a great dude. He was so funny with the way he would tell these stories. So I have to know because I it, it if you know me personally, you know my current vocational status. I'm not allowed to talk too terribly much in depth about it. But um, you know some of the stories that I have from that place are just insane. I can only imagine some of the stuff that you've seen. Yeah, I mean I've I've seen it all. Like I've seen some of the absolute funniest things that you will ever want to see and i've seen some of like the darkest things that no person in their right mind should ever have to see um so start with the funny what's the what what do you think is one of the funniest things you've seen through the ambulance uh oh god i mean the funny things that i've seen personally or the funny things that like my coworkers have no, let's, encountered. Let's, let's go firsthand like, accounts here. Firsthand. Uh, all right. Well, probably one of my favorite ones. Uh, like, not too long after I started working there, like it went to like a regular, like it was like a shooting or whatever. Um, but dude, yeah, like just, it just a shooting. No, big right? Deal. Whatever. Um, yeah, welcome to twenty twenty one. Just no, a shooting. This was this was like God. I started doing that in two thousand nine. That that's even worse. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so homeboy got shot in the ass. Oh, <laughs> like straight, like he got Forrest Gumped. I'm gonna do my best to piece in a an audio clip of someone shot you in the ass from Bad Boys Two. Yeah, like homeboy got Forrest Gumped. Um, so you know it wasn't bad. Like whatever. Like I don't even know what bullet he got hit with, but. 
Um, all I remember about that was, you know, I'm, I'm going through like getting his information. You know, it's a nice, easy, slow ride over to ECMC because it wasn't that terrible. Right. Uh, like, you know, you know, hey, man, like, you allergic to anything? Yada, yada, yada. And he's like, yeah, motherfucker, bullets. And then we get him to uh, we get him to ECMC, and uh, we're, we're rolling him in now because he got shot in the ass. Like, normally we, we transport people, and you're, it, it's normal to just have them, like, sitting on the stretcher. Right. Like, on, obviously, like, on their ass, like, with their back on. But because this guy got shot, shot in, the ass, in the ass, tell me he's knees down, ass up. No, no, not quite, <laughs> not quite. I um, I just have this like, this bad visual of like this dude just like ass in the air, like no, hey man, <laughs> I got it better, better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's laying face down, just kind of like chilling out, like you would lay on your couch, like yeah. face down on the stretcher. You know, we pull him out of the back of the ambulance. You know, we're on top of the ramp at ECMC, walking him in, and he like. You know how, like, when you go take, like, a child to get, like, photos taken and they, like, have them lay down and they're, like, like pulling one of these and, like, <laughs> so they're my, up my, on their, they're laying on their stomach, like, he's up on his elbows, like, looking around, like, I'm, resting I'm gonna his paint, head. And, I'm going to paint my audience a world pi- a word picture here. My, my, my man, Rotten Jack, is 6'3", large bearded human being, very much like myself, and he just put two elbows on, on my kitchen table, cocked his his half-rolled fists back with his wrists and put them under his chin. It was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is now how this dude That's is fantastic. on my stretcher as I'm rolling him in. He looked like a toddler getting his photo taken at, like, J.C. Penney or something. Oh, it was God. hilarious. This episode's brought to you by J.C. Penney's Photoshop. Yeah. God, that's awesome. Also, also Pit Viper sunglasses and the beard struggle. Yeah, beard struggle. Jaws fifteen for fifteen per yeah fifteen percent off. Check it out. Do beard stuff. I like beard stuff. Cool beard stuff. That's awesome though. Like I just just seeing this dude like, hey man, got I get shot in the ass. Yeah. Like I mean I mean I mean I did I, I shot you in the ass. I mean I did a lot of shooting, but but, but damn, someone shot you in the ass. Yeah. Like, Great movie by the way. Oh god, Great I haven't seen reference. Bad Boys 2 in forever. I've actually yet to see Bad Boys 3 to completion. So It was good. I've I heard it was it. good. I've heard I liked like it. for for a a big gap tr- uh triplicate su- sequel. Yeah. It was really good. So Like usually when they wait that long between sequels, it's like they come out like, with Indiana Jones and it's Aliens. Like rushed and like it's complete shit. But got, like Bad Boys 3 actually I I don't think it was as good as I heard it was like a little Bad heavier. Boys too. Yeah, it was little, definitely little it was definitely serious, a lot little. heavier. Uh it was weird because like there was like Disney Channel stars like playing like the roles of like this like cop SWAT team that's like the most bad at like Vanessa Hudgens was it like nothing against Vanessa Hudgens, like she's a great actress. But like to me, like she'll always be like a Disney Channel star. And then she's playing like this badass, like kind of yeah. like SWAT cop, and like that, it kind of threw me for a loop. And then like one of the other guys, like I mean, don't don't judge me here, but like I watch Riverdale, all right. Like I don't it's judge not, anybody for what they watch, man. It's not as like like girly and campy of a show as you would think. It's actually pretty dark. We actively look forward to watching things like. Uh, a million little things, and this is us in this house. So I don't judge anybody for anything they watch. Yeah, like I'm, I'm telling you right now, like if you if no one has watched well, Riverdale, like FP. what? He like FP. FP, really? Yeah. All right. Side little side commentary. The, the, yeah. This is a great episode with some side commentary going on. <laughs> no, you're good. I, I, I love it. Let's do this. Um, but no, like it's. You you wanted another drink. We're day. It's day drinking Sunday. It's day beers day, man. Letterkenny style. I feel like Love we're about to. Beer. I feel like we're about to find out that you know Katie's boyfriend was cheating on her. We got to all jump in the truck and go whoop fucking, his ass. Fucking Dirks, Dirks, dickhead from dickhead from Detroit. Um, uh, yeah. So fuck, where were we, anyways? So okay. So getting back on track with the uh, with the ambulance stories and stuff. So that was pretty. That was really funny. Um, and. I apologize if our if our listeners lost something without the visual, but it was totally worth it. Um, 
I can tell you, I've, I've had some weird stories at work. I've had some some wild ones, and I, I'm not sure if I've told you this one yet, but there was uh, one of our clients, we'll call him, was playing cards with another client and found out, like, you know, they were talking about how they ended up in the particular location they were in, and the one guy was like, yeah, I got, you know, caught doing this. The guy was like, yeah, yeah, me too. Turns out that guy one found out that guy two got in trouble for leaving guy one's house after banging guy one's wife and doing drugs. Drugs are bad, okay? Fucking plot twist. Right. So this guy had allegedly had a $80,000-plus settlement from a car accident that he signed half of it over to his significant other for the purpose of paying off the house. And she, in turn, spent it on drugs and getting what a classy lady getting butt fucked which this guy found out from another dude he was sharing a bunk with there's nothing wrong with butt stuff uh only on saturdays butt stuff saturday bud well no so he ends up going to see his paramour as we'll call her uh his his significant other she came to see him in the establishment the we'll call it a day camp in the day camp that I work at, she came for visitation hours and brought his daughter to see him. And, you know, all of a sudden the daughter was, Daddy, you know, Mom said we're losing the house. Why won't you give her the money to pay for the house? And Dad was like, honey, go to your go to your room. Like, I need to talk to your mother. Please go away. And because of the rules of visitation time, she couldn't just get up and walk away. So he looked at his wife and said, why don't you tell your daughter about the $40,000 I already signed over to you to pay off our house and why why we're losing the house? And I proceeded to watch this man jump straight up in the air, pike at the top. And if you're a diving buff, it means, you know, folding himself in half and then going straight down headfirst onto the concrete. Jesus Cracked his own skull. And proceeded to have a seizure. And we ended up finding out why this whole thing happened because, like, they got him strapped to the gurney. No, this guy found all this information about his wife from another... Another dude. He was, like, they were Another dude at day camp. Yeah, they were playing... They were playing cards, just playing rummy, pinochle, whatever, and just like, yeah, what'd you do? Yeah, you know, I crashed my bike after being drunk all day and whatever, and... Like, you know, ended up getting caught that way because I my like when I like he wrecked his bike and it like slid and hit somebody like walking their dog or something. So he got in trouble. They did a toxicology report, came back positive for the booze hall, and he ended up it wasn't the first time he had made this poor choice in life. Ah. And so he was awaiting his uh, his court date. Ah. The other guy got pulled over. Uh, in a certain please tell me that he got pulled over with the other guy's wife no he got pulled over leaving leaving their house oh so he's like yeah you know almost as good so uh we're gonna we're gonna call it cubaville um it has that that has nothing anywhere even remotely close to do with the actual town i'll after we're done recording i'll fill you in on the actual details but uh i can't put that out there right here but uh this guy was like he was leaving east johunga yeah so yeah i was i was leaving this broad's house in east johunga and like man it's great like go over there you get high as fuck and you know, pound her asshole out all day and fucking take off, and it's all on her. She pays for everything. Like, really? Like, shit, man. I'm I'm from East Johungo. Where? Like, where is this place? Oh, it's on you know, such south such lane, southeast northwest Main Street. Like, oh, wait. You you know what house number on southwest northeast Main Street? Fourteen. That's my house. <laughs> like, the guy, the guy. Oh, bro, I am so sorry. Like. I'm pissed, but I can't even be mad at you. Like, you didn't know. Like, you don't right. know me. Like, right. Like, you told me, like, yeah, her old man's, like, serving 20 years upstate or something like that. Like, so this is just a thing she does in the meantime. Like, meanwhile, it's my bunkmate. Right. <laughs> like, first of all, like, how small of a world no that kidding. those two ended up being bunkmates at day camp together. Fucking day camp, man. It's a weird world in there. It's a weird world being a day camp counselor. And uh, yeah, so we like we found all this out because like he was strapped to the gurney, getting loaded in the ambulance, and my uh, my day camp supervisor, uh, first tier, low low tier supervisor, asked him like, "Dude, what the fuck?" And he told us that story, and he was like, he tried to get up to leave, and when you're in the uh, 
the areas of visitation, you're not allowed to just get up and walk right, away. Right, like right. we have to come over, make sure that the people came that came to see you at day camp leave, and then you're allowed to be escorted away from the area. And he just didn't want like, no, I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here. And the guy who went down there was about to have a bad day until he found himself with backup in the form of a 295 pound bearded six foot four heathen. And yes. the guy, the guy decided that cracking his own health, uh, skull off the ground was better than fighting us. Is basically I mean, what it came down to. Yeah. And so that was fun. That was a wild one. I mean, um, I'm surprised anyone at day camp tries to to fight. Like when they see you, like they should just be like, "Oh, fucking fee fi fo fum, motherfucker." So part of part of this is um, they these a lot of these people grow up in a world where size don't mean shit. Right. So like. You know, they, they grow up fighting for their lives. Like, and I don't mean that figuratively. Like, I mean, these yeah. dudes grow up throwing hands to survive. Uh, I mean, I worked so, when I worked my first hour on the ambulance, I worked in the city of Buffalo. Right. So, like, like, people like to think, like, that, you know, Buffalo is nice or Buffalo is bad. Like, people really don't know how bad Buffalo actually is. Like, right. I've like, seen the seedy underbelly of Buffalo. And yeah. It is not pretty. Yeah. It's, it's fucking the scary, The stuff that man. goes down after dark. It's scary. I, Shit. I I lived downtown for about two and a half years, and like more than once, I woke up to a SWAT SWAT team kicking down the door of the house next door. Yeah, like it like, was. I actively uh, tried to avoid going downtown for any reason. I still do. Uh, I'll go downtown. Like if the Sabers were good, I would go downtown for Sabers games. But the Sabers yeah. haven't good in ten years, so I don't really have to worry about that. Um, Bison's games are a good time. I would go downtown for those. Like the occasional like brunch on Sunday, like Sunday right, brunch, yeah. which by the way. Like when sidelines gets brunch going, we're doing brunch. Um, I would say it would be a bro brunch, but she would kill me if I didn't take her too, because yeah, the food's that fucking good. But like, there's some really she great parts of, of Buffalo. The day. Like she, like there, there are parts of the city that are there, fucking yeah, amazing. There, there are definitely, there are definitely but areas. Boy, oh boy! But once the sun goes down, if you're, you know, the color of us, like. There's certain areas that you ought not. It's not walk even around. that, man. Like, because there's, it, it's just there's certain areas that are dangerous to be in. Like, and that's and that's any city. Like, that's right. not specific to Buffalo. That's not specific to any place, area, race, walk of life, any of those lines. It's just like there are just some areas that are not safe to be in. And you know, we, you on the ambulance, me in the day camp realm. Like, we we both have seen some of the darkest sides of that, and like some of the funnier sides of what I do. Like. um we had a camper whose first name was Baby Girl. Legitimately? Legitimately. Like, legal legal name was Baby Girl, like, Washington or Williams or something. And, like, you know. I, so, I had a couple stories like that. So, like, you have, like, I, I had a, uh, their their first name was spelled S-H-I-T-H-E-A-D. Yep, Shathid. Yep, Shathid. Shathid, yep. Um, Shathid's always a good one. You know, there were there was a day that I looked through and I'm like, wait, I have Charlie Brown on my unit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's, the, that's sorry. I'm at my campsite. Um, you know, and that's it's just funny because like when you when you talk like when you look through names and stuff like that, you're like, there's a Derek Jeter in here. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So like mm. I, I've definitely, you know, with the amount of people that I've come across, I've come across some some good ones. But uh my mom has even come across some good ones because my mom works for uh, a company that does like adult education programs right. in the area. And uh, for quite a while, she's she's always been in charge of like signing people up for these programs. Like if you wanted to take like the barbering program or like a welding class or right. electrical, like you'd talk to her, she'd get you set up. Uh, no joke, swear on my grandparents graves she had twins come in their names were lamangelo and orangelo and they were spelled lemon jello and orange jello that's how you spelled them but they were pronounced lamangelo <laughs> and orangelo that's awesome Allie, i got some cool names for our future kids okay. she approves yes perfect oh god uh i've also i've had a unique I'm like, oh, you know, what's your yep. name? They're like, oh, it's unique. I'm like, that's great that your name's unique, but like, what's what, your what, name? What is it? No, no, no. Like, my name is unique. I'm like, I'm just like, all right. After about like 30 seconds of like not like comprehending that this 
girl's name was actually unique. I'm like, can you just spell it for me? And she's like, you and I, or however you spell it. And I was like, oh, oh shit. My, my, I'm like, oh man, I feel like bad. such an ass now. Like I'm, I'm like, I really, man, I'm like, I really wasn't trying to be an asshole, but like, I just didn't comprehend. I, I just, I picture you in this Abbott and Costello style, who's on first like scenario, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like dying laughing over here. <laughs> I get it. It's it's a, it's a strange. It, it's it's an abnormal name, but what is it? It's unique, but what is it? <laughs> right. Like, uh, it, could you spell it for me? Yeah, and then unique motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as she started spelling it, I was just like, oh my god, I'm such. A oh, idiot. nice going, asshole. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's we we've had a you know we have a lot of that with names and stuff. What's in all the world, and all the and all the time you spent in customer service and around human beings, what's the what's the weirdest thing or straight weirdest, strangest, funniest, wildest, or just most obnoxious thing you've ever dealt with with a, with a person? I'll give you time to think about that. I will tell you, I had a father, and I've talked about this on Tip of the Cap. I had a father ask me. I'm sitting at the front desk at the the baseball place I used to work at. And uh, my buddy Austin was running it at the time. I was at, you know, had already been well vested in my day shift or my my day camp position. And this father looked at me and he's like, you're a big dude. How do I get my kid to grow? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, well, you know, I, I just like I'm not very tall. Like, I'm like five, eight. Like, he's like behind the eight ball. Like, you know, with that, like his mom's not very big. There's nobody in our either either side of the family that's very tall. Like, how do I get my kid to grow? And I'm like. Not much you're gonna be able to do about height, man. Like, there's there's no like magic pill that makes you sprout up, but like, get him to start lifting, like get stronger. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't really want him to be like some big bulky bulky meathead. I just want him to be taller." I'm like, "Bro, it's just genetics. Like, yeah, you either have it or you don't." Well, and I looked at him I was like, "So, you'd be okay with him being the same size he is if he was a foot taller?" He's like, "Well, yeah. Like, weak is still weak, man. Like, and this dude argued with me for over an hour." about the fact that his kid didn't need to get stronger. He needed to get taller because height apparently is the thing that would push his son to the next level of baseball. It was the wildest hour long conversation I had to the end where I, I literally looked like the dude on the gurney, like, uh-huh. Tell me more. Yeah. Tell, tell me more about how six inches is going to help your kid play better. Okay. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> like, uh, again, size does not equal talent. Size don't mean shit if you don't know how to, don't know how to use it. Like I've been six foot three since I was about thirteen years old. I used to play baseball. I stopped playing after I got hit in the head with a ball twice in one game. Once while batting because I went to duck under a pitch and it sunk and clocked me right in the helmet. That's called a curveball, bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, the second time was uh, I was playing outfield or something. I don't fucking remember because I got hit in the head. Uh, I lost a pop fly in the sun and come down and popped me right in the dome. And after that, I was like, you know what? And that's why Rotten Jack is so rotten. I don't that's need why, to play baseball again, man. That's, that's why he's not cheerful Jack. No, no. He's I got hit in the head too many times, Jack. That's why I was a swimmer, man. Like swimming, like there was like literally no hand-eye coordination needed for that. Like I... It was the only thing I was good at. I'll tell you, uh, I have a lot of respect for swimmers having done it for a year in high school, and that was not fun. It was a great workout. Great workout. But fuck if that doesn't suck. I mean, I used to swim on two teams. I used to swim, like, high school, and then after high school, I used to go swim on my club team. So I'd do, like, a two-and-a-half-hour practice oh, shit. for high school and then leave high school, drive up to Tonawanda, to my club team and do another two and a half hour practice and do that for months while the high school season was going on. And the, uh, the kid that was the diver on our team used to do that. He would come to the school. He would to get credit for the practice. He would dive. Like he would do like five dives in a two and a half, three hour practice and then go to UB and like yeah. dive with their club. Like, and he, he won every, like he was a state competitor every year. It was disgusting, yeah. but he ended up, I'm pretty sure he ended up diving over. Like he went to Notre Dame as a diver. You went right up the road here, right? Yeah. What year did you graduate? Oh five. Nate was three years behind me, I think. So he would have been like oh eight or oh nine. So he would have been my grade. I don't remember a diver from up the road. He uh short little blonde kid. 
then again, we never really, we never, I think we only swam against Lancaster once ever. And honestly, Lancaster's swim team was not very good. No, like no, for, our, for, for our, our top two had, were like very good and everything else was just filler. At that yeah. Point. You yeah. had one guy that I remember that was like the all-star on the team. His name was he, probably Alex. Yeah. I don't remember, but like the rest of the team, like. We were all like, "Oh man, we're going up against this school. Like, like yeah, they're we, really good we, at everything else. Like, they're probably going to be really good at swimming." And then we get there, but like, like, like your football fields at that school are like immaculate. You have the field house, but like the pool looks like it still hasn't been redone from the 1950s. Uh, that actually just got redone two years ago. Did it really? <laughs> uh, so we have a special uh, special way to wrap this episode up here, um, leaving us a little bit of about about 15 minutes to my normal runtime. Uh, my man Rotten Jack here came up with a fun idea for us to wrap up episodes, and it's going to be doing ad libs or mad libs as they would as they would be. So, uh, my man is going to put together a personal ad for himself, and he's going to do it one one word at a time. So, give me an adjective, friend. Oh shit! Like I didn't even think this through. Like, um, the hell's an adjective again? Uh, an adjective is a word or phrase naming an attribute added to or grammatically related to a noun to modify or describe it. So a description word. Oh, uh, uh, ugly. Ugly. Verb ending in ed. Fucked. Noun, a plural noun. Big titty goth girls. Big titty goth girls. A liquid. Tomato juice. Another plural noun. Mm. I don't know. Hookers. A famous person. Ooh. Uh, who do I want? Matthew McConaughey. I don't know how to spell that, so I'm just making it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be no, no one's going to see it as long as place. you know what it is. Uh, place. Uh, I wish it was more specific. Like, like, do they want just like a general like city or like or like high school, school building? Yeah, barber, uh, barber shop. All right, we'll do barber shop. Just yeah, for barber. sure. Occupation. Barber. Noun. Cats. Nationality. Polish. Female celebrity. Ooh. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Noun. Toast. Female friend. Horror is going to make up a name here because I don't want to drag any of my female friends into this. <laughs> uh, just put a random female's name in there. Um, you know, Allie. Hey. Hi. Noun plural. Uh, labias. I just want you to know that in my fast typing, I spelled your occupation as a Berber, not a barber. <laughs> Number. 69, I, I typed it. I typed it before you said it, and you could hear it on the recording. Tap, tap, 69. <laughs> Adjective. <laughs> uh, tasty. Let's go mad. I enjoy long, ugly walks on the beach, getting fucked in the rain, and serendipitous encounters with big titty goth girls. I really like pina coladas mixed with tomato juice and romantic candlelit hookers. I am well read from Dr. Seuss to Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. I travel frequently, especially to barber shops, 
when I'm not busy with work, I'm a barber. So you go to barber shops when you're not at work as a barber. Yeah. I'm looking for cats and beauty in the form of a Polish goddess. She should have a, the physique of Kate Beckinsale and the toast of Allie. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to talk about the physique of Kate Beckinsale, like it needs to be like Kate Beckinsale with like that tight leather outfit from Underworld. Like, Fair. All right. I would prefer if she knew how to cook, clean, and wash my labias. <laughs> I know I'm not very attractive in my picture, but it was taken 69 days ago, and I have since become more tasty. That was terrific. Oh, God. That was that was very good. I am excited for what you have for I'm not going to tell you what your topic is. Okay, let's do this. Give me an occupation. Occupation. Uh, camp counselor. An adjective. Fair. Place. Hoboken, New Jersey. Mostly because I wanted you to have to spell Hoboken. I don't know if I even spelled that right. A noun. Dog. Another noun. Penis. An adjective. Harry. Noun, plural. Uh, toes. Verb. Humped. Verb. Sucked. Or suck. Verb. Jump. Adjective. Serendipitous. Oh, Jesus Christ. Serendipitous. Thank God for auto finish. <laughs> Time span 63 years. Uh, verb ending in ing. Licking. Noun plural. Bottles. Time span again. Point two seconds. A noun. Mm. Liquor. Animal, plural. Gooses. A letter. V. Company name. Holy shit, this is a long one. <laughs> God damn it, boy. Um, Boomba. No, Pit Viper. Fuck it. Pit Vipers? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just looking at things at the table on the table at this point. He's so jealous of my pit fight. I am. Uh, give me a noun. Hat. Another company name. Boomba. A silly word. I swear to Christ, if you make me try to spell supercalorific. <laughs> <laughs> no, a funny word, nipple. A noun. Boob. Noun plural. Labias. Adjective. Flick. No, that's the verb. Sorry. Um, moist. Oh, God. <laughs> the next one is noun plural. And just because this is my least favorite combination of words, I'm filling this one in for you. Okay. And it's going to be panties because <laughs> the term, the combination moist panties is just. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, only four more. Uh, animal. Platypus. Adjective. 
Sloppy. Noun plural. Sneakers. Last one, a noun. Sign. All right. You did a job opening. Ooh. Yes. Java Camp Counselor, Hoboken, New Jersey. Requirements. Camp counselors create a dog for customer penis deliverables. Using hairy insight, as well as technical toes, they plan, humped, sucked, and analyze. We'll just change that. They plan, hump, suck, analyze, review, and jump penis products. (laughs) They jump penis products. Uh, with a focus on quality for customers. Apparently, you're a dildo tester. Apparently. (laughs) Uh, The following toes, skills, and abilities are highly serendipitous. A minimum 63 years experience in configuration management licking the functional and physical bottles of both hardware and penis environments. Oh, gotta love licking penis environments. Actually, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that's a happy accident right there. Right? Uh, a minimum of 0.2 seconds experience developing gooses in Java, J2EE, VML, Pit Vipers developer hat, including PLS, a whole bunch of technical jargon. I don't even understand what it means. Uh, a minimum of 0.2 seconds experience with Boomba operating system and Sun Nipple hardware. And, sun Nipple hardware? Yeah, Sun Nipple hardware. Sweet. Uh, sun Nipple hardware and penis along with developing information boob technical labias. Boob technical labias. Oh, man. God, this is a fucking... I'm conf- I don't even know what I'm applying for. <sighs> experience and or familiarity familiarity in the following is also serendipitous building and deploying n-tier gooses gotta watch out for those n-tier gooses fucking n-tier gooses development and deployment of moist applications love moist (laughs) applications uh swing panties and apache platypus panties and apache platypi Familiarity with sloppy communication sneakers. Excellent sign and communication sneakers. Familiarity with Pit Vipers CDM mythology. And that is it. That was good. It was a little confusing at times. Yeah, but, that, but that, was, that was a bit confusing because it was... A lot, of, a lot of technical jargon in there yeah. for no fucking reason. Yeah. Oh, that was... That was pretty good. I agree. I feel like next time we need to go dirtier, though. Oh, for sure. Listen, it was the first time. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to cordially invite you to join me whenever you'd like to. Absolutely, this was a man. Good time. Uh, we will definitely do like Halloween episodes and like scary talk episodes because I'm all about that. And oh yes, you you did some some ghost hunting at one point, right? I did. Yes. Yes, we I was should... a part of a, a local group. We should, we should start our own group, the Viking Ghost Hunters. I am down. Sweet. I am 100% down. Allie, we're, go- we're hunting ghosts. Oh, my God. Can I come? Duh. You're, the shield- you're our shield bait. I don't get- I don't- Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? So I'm 100% th- down. Th- like, th- find thanks. one more person. Get a group of four of us. Hell, yeah. Let's fucking do it. So uh, I need to thank Allie for her uh, random distant dropped in drop-ins today gene thanks for joining me sorry uh rotten jack thanks for joining me <laughs> i usually say my first name anyway so it's it, yeah people, people know who i am so uh thanks for joining me uh, if you would like to check out gene's artistry uh, with the hair stuff we can get you his contact information just reach out to the podcast itself on any of our forms of social media which mostly is my social media or you know which is uh derek jaws on facebook at coach jaws 25 on twitter at the jaws of life 25 on instagram or you can just find Common Debauchery on Facebook as a Facebook page and message them. We can get you the info to sign up and get your hair done, did, and f- looking right. If you're a bearded human being, go to my man. He does good things. Um, he has helped me get my beard back to form the two times I've had to shave so far and will do it henceforth again when I have to shave again this week. Swear so, to God, I'm not doing it again. Yes, you are. Tough no. shit. 
Like, fuck you. No, like, fuck you. I pay you to do this shit. Figure it out. Like, fucking figure it out. You do what I did. You just don't touch it for a year. If I don't touch it for a year, God, it'll be awesome. I need to keep it looking decent because the argument for me is, you know, that I do take care of it. So, um, thank you for joining me, Rotten Jack. This was a lot of Absolutely, fun. Absolutely, man. Uh, had a good time. We're going to continue day drinking and uh, having some fun here on a Sunday, and we'll go from there. Thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, check out Common Debauchery on the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com. You can find Common Debauchery and all of our other awesome shows on Apple's uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you may take in your podcasts. Find us on social media again, Common Debauchery on Facebook. That is the only specific one to this podcast. Uh, or you can just follow me, and I post all the stuff on my personal accounts as well. And thanks for tuning in. As always, guys, give us a like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, uh, check it out, and thank you once again for tuning in. All right, guys. We've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours. And if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography, we're going to have to come up with a plan. Hey, why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky-looking doors? Wait, whoa, whoa. Doors? Like an exit door? Yeah, maybe we should get on that. Come on a second. These doors are labeled. This one says Dracula on it. And this one says Beware Zombies. That's probably the exit. And the last one just says Nekagrima. Tough call. Mm. I got an idea. On three, we're going to open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, One two, three. Oh, hello there. Damn, Damn that's, that's scary. scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn That's Scary new episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.